I want to um, share just a little bit about a subject that's really important that all of us need to be more diligent. Say diligent. I want to define diligence. We're going to talk about it tonight and then next Wednesday night and then the next Wednesday we start a Bible study, right? So I want to read to you from Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Now, I'm going to be giving you scripture, and I don't expect you to have to turn to all of them. If I want you to, I'll let you know. But Hebrews eleven six states, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Say, rewarder. My God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, this word in the Greek is E-K-Z-E-T-E-O. It means to zealously seek for something with all of one's heart, strength, and might. Now, think about, through your lifetime, have you ever sought after something zealously with all your heart, with all your strength? It conveys the idea of being hardworking, attentive, busy, constant and persistent in one's devotion to what he or she is doing. That's a good description of, of diligence. Amen? Now, God is a rewarder of those who are hardworking, attentive, busy, constant, and persistent in their pursuit of seeking him. Let me say that again. This is a paraphrase of the scripture. God is a rewarder of those who are hardworking, attentive, busy, constant and persistent in their pursuit of seeking him. That's what we need to do this year, folks. And you and I are responsible to do that. Amen? Now, success is the result of an attitude, say attitude, that is fully committed to what God has called you to do. Now, God is no respecter of persons. Isn't that true? Isn't that the scripture? So I guess it's up to you and I, amen, if we're going to be a diligent individual, a diligent believer. Now, this is, this is what I think is interesting, and this is what is so important. Look at, you can look in the scripture, look at Joshua 1, eight. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. And I don't think most people look at diligence this way. I'll get, let you get there, and then I'm going to read this statement. Well, let me read the verse first. It's, it's a good verse, and most of you know it. In Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it, what? Day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Written in it. Isn't that diligence? Day and night. We need to be in the Word. Now, this is what I want you to listen to. Diligence is an inward thing. Diligence is an inward thing. It cannot be measured by outward busyness. Now, think about that. Let's just reflect on that. Diligence is an inward thing. It cannot be measured by outward busyness. It is those who are diligent in the word of God, who receive his rewards. Doesn't it say here, didn't we just read this in, in verse 8? 
If you meditate in day and night in the word of God, you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So, diligence really starts with your heart. Look at Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. Diligence starts on the inside. It's your heart's attitude. And this is, we've all heard a lot of sermons preached on this, but this is a good example. In Luke chapter 10, verse 38, it says, It happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house, and she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet, and what? Heard his word. Now, I want you to reflect. Remember, I said diligence is an inward thing. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, don't you care that my sisters left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus said to her, Martha, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. So there's a contrast between these two sisters. Mary chose the diligence, the inward thing. She sat at the feet of Jesus. What did Martha do? Just a lot of, a lot of busyness. Amen? Now, Martha's busyness was a distraction that kept her from the most important thing. And what was the most important thing? Hearing the words of Jesus. Mary made the right choice, and she determined to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to the word of God. There's a scripture, you don't need to turn there, in Isaiah 60, verse 13, it says, I will make the place of my feet glorious. Where's the glory? At his feet. I like that scripture. Where was Mary? At his feet. And she was, you know, exercising that that inward diligence. She was putting the word first place whereas Martha was not doing that. Now, I'm going to give you a definition or give you a, something I found an author wrote, and he says it this way. Diligence is an inward attitude expressed first in a deep desire for intimate relationship with God. Bet you've never heard a definition of diligence like that. Diligence is an inward attitude expressed first and a deep desire for intimate relationship with God. Then it works its way out into the activity of serving others. There are many people who outwardly have all the appearance of diligence, yet who are inwardly starved and stagnant in their relationship with God. Such people have not been diligent with what they've received from God. Amen? So do you, you see here, you can be busy and be doing a lot of things like, like Martha, but, but you haven't chosen that one most important, vital thing, and, that, and that's the Word. And what have we been saying? And what have we been talking about this year? What has to be priority? You've got to be in the Word. I've got to be in the Word. And you're going to have to. And it, it helps, I'll be honest with you, it, it, it helps to become creative in getting the Word inside of you. Now, what I, I do things different every day. I always start in and sing in the Spirit, and I pray in the Spirit. I read the Word. I have prayers that I read. But then I declare 
and speak and pray the Word of God, the Scripture. So, I'm, I'm exhorting you tonight, find a way to get more Word into you. Whether it's audio or whatever, visual, whatever you need to do, but you've got to be diligent, but it starts like Mary on the inside of you. Amen? Now, God does not bless slothfulness. God does not bless laziness. But he rewards what? Diligence. You don't need to turn there. I'll, I'll read it to you. In, in Proverbs, in chapter 12, verse 27, the lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting. Now listen to this second part of the scripture. But diligence is man's precious possession. Diligence is man's present, precious possession. Then in Proverbs 24, let me read you this one. It says, I went by the field of the lazy man. And by the vineyard of the man devoid of understanding, and there it was all overgrown with thorns, its surface was covered with nettles, its stone wall was broken down. And when I saw it, I considered it well, and I looked on it and received instruction, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little slothfulness, a little folding of the hands to rest, so shall your poverty come like a prowler and your need like an armed man. God does not bless laziness slothfulness. God blesses those that diligently seek him. You know what? I can say this with a certainty. All of us have areas in our life that we could be more diligent. Amen. But tonight I want you to understand the importance of the word. Now what should be the object of our diligence? Let me give you a few. I will have you turn to Deuteronomy 6. Deuteronomy 6. What should be the object of our diligence? Everyone say God's commandments. It says in, in chapter 6 and verse 17, it says, You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God, His testimonies and His statutes which He's commanded you, and you shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with you, that you may go in and possess the good land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to cast out all your enemies before you as the Lord has spoken. But he says this, diligently keep the commandments, diligently keep his testimonies every day. Look at De Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. How many of you know a diligent person? How, let me ask you this. How many of you know a lazy person? How many know somebody diligent? How many of you consider yourself diligent? How many of you would say we all have room for improvement? In Deuteronomy 28, it says, verse 1, It shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, verse 1, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Now listen, verse 2. And all these what? 
blessings. There you go. See how the blessings are tied to diligence. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. That's important. So tonight I want you to see if you're diligent, continue to be diligent in the Word of God, what's going to happen? You're going to be blessed. Psalm 119 verse 4 says, For you have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Now, Deuteronomy 4, go clear to the beginning. So we need to be diligent in what? Obeying God's commandments, doing the word, if we want to be blessed. But here's one, it says in Deuteronomy 4, verse 9. Here's another thing that should be the object of your diligence. Only take heed to what? Yourself. That's good advice. Only take heed to yourself and diligently, what? Keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Then it says, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren. So you need to be diligent to yourself, but be diligent in putting the Word of God, depositing the Word into your children and your Grandchildren. If I had grandchildren, I'd be diligent to put something in them. Can only do so much with a beagle. Only take heed to yourselves. Diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen. You and I need to take care of ourselves. Spirit, soul, and body. Look at Proverbs 4. Almost done. Proverbs 4. We're talking about the object of your diligence. The commandments of God and then yourself. And then Proverbs chapter 4. Look at verse 20. You know this scripture well. Let's start with verse 20. It says, my son, give attention to my... Yeah, there you go. Diligence. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those who find them, and health to all their flesh. Verse 23, keep your heart with what? All diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence. You and I need to keep our mind, our emotions, our will. Be diligent about taking care of that. We need to be diligent about renewing our mind with the Word of God. Amen? He says, my son, give attention to my words. Diligence requires a search. Say that. Diligence requires a search. Now, if you ever went with me, they make fun of me, my family. They, this is just, just my, this is what's in me. I like to find treasure. I've told you that. And when you go with me, I'm in that place and I'm going up and down and up and down and up and down. That's just the way I'm wired. And then I hone in on something, but I'm diligently looking for somebody. I'm diligently looking, this is how I would say, to capitalize on somebody's stupidity. Meaning, someone was stupid and didn't know what they had. And then you buy it and you sell it. Hopefully. Amen? But we, whatever you do... You can think about something in your life that's a passion that you're diligent about. And, and you need to pursue that. 
but we're to keep our heart with all diligence. Then it goes on and it says, put away from you a what? A deceitful mouth and put perverse far, lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet. Let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. The thing in my Bible, it talks about um, your, your eyes. It talks about your eyes here. It talks about your mouth. It talks about your feet. Those are all areas that we need to be diligent in. How many have to watch the words of your mouth? How many know we need to watch what we look at? How many of you know we need to watch where our feet take us? So we need to guard our heart and be diligent about that. Um, look at uh, one more scripture. Look at Second Peter. Go into the New Testament. Second Peter. We're talking about diligence tonight. Being diligent in the commandments of God. Being diligent in your life, yourself, your personal life. Diligent in your spiritual life, your heart. And then this one deals with your character. Our moral excellence. Second Peter chapter 1, look at verse 2. It says, Grace, peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given, given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these, or these precious promises, you may be partakers of the divine inheritance, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now look at verse 5. But also for this very reason, giving all what? Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly brotherly. Kindness to brotherly kindness, love, for if all these things are yours and abound, you'll neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. So you and I need to work at being diligent in the word of God every day and developing our godly character. And as we develop our God, godly, godly character, we then we grow in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and we mature. You go down here in verse 10. It says this, Therefore, brethren, be even more what? Diligent to make your call and election sure. How many of you are called? I have a calling. We all have a calling. We need not only be diligent to developing our character you know, our morals, but we need to be diligent in, in taking care of our call, what God has called us to do. Has God called you to do something? Then you need to be diligent, amen, and guard that and protect that and develop that calling. So diligence is, a, is an important subject, but I, I encourage you, be diligent in the Word. I've told you other things to be diligent in, but... You and I need to be diligent, above all, in the Word of God. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Yeah, I've got that down. Yep.